Welcome, 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 friends. This is Thay Frey, host of the Solar Transfusion, new podcast coming at you live. Remember, if you're here, you belong. <laughs> Giddy up. song, Giddy Up. Gotta love it. Composed by Rick Hirsch. Performed by Rick Hirsch's big old band. Ah, uh, reminds me of, uh, the show Cowboy Bebop. Great anime show. Used to play on Cartoon Network. We'll post the link for that. In the meantime, hi there. This is the Solar Transfusion. Welcome, friends. So, the big thing that I'm looking at right now is a an idea of, of what I am. How I'm going to be talking about light, power, difference, through story. So, these are just my stories. My one voice of change. I'm coming from over a decade 20 years, actually, two decades of hard work training thousands of students in engineering, in economics, in the humanities, while doing my best to stay true and and vulnerable and to keep myself open to what others are feeling, where others are coming from, something that is inherently a part of being transgender just because it's dangerous out there for most of us. So if you're interested in what we're going to talk about, the idea of light, not just as the thing that you see, but as this radiative transfer and exchange between bodies. If you want to think about power, not just as electric power, but also the power of the dynamic interchange between you on your podcast, listening to me, and me trying my best to reach out to you to create a collective experience for all of us, something that we would call the Solar Collaborative. And what am I hearkening to? Difference. Difference is what it's all about. In solar, it's always about the differences. It's the thing that makes matter. Not just makes things matter, but it makes matter. Light is material. Light is something that creates the very feeling of touch between our fingertips. The photon, the packet of light, is the actual conveyor of information between electrons. It is so fascinating out there. So I'm giving you this peek, and I'm really hoping that you'll join us. Probably the most important part of our whole approach here at the 
Solar Transfusion. Beyond the stories, beyond the voice, the fun, the enjoyment of sound. Beyond that is belonging. And friends, if you're here, you belong. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're interested, you can visit me on Instagram, LinkedIn. My tag is Heliotactic. That is H-E-L-I-O, Helio in the sun. And Tactic, T-A-C-T-I-C, as in following the sun. Heliotactic is a following of the sun. It's also the tactical person who is telling you all about ways that light nourishes and sustains our lives and gives us the tools to see and feel the differences around us that make life so rich. I'm going to start today with some of my own story. And what I'm really hoping for in, in coming episodes is going to be input from you. Feel free to go to my Patreon site at the Solar Transfusion to look at my call to become a part of the storytelling process of light. So I'm going to start out the show giving you a little bit of background about me. And then I'm going to introduce you to my wonderful research team, the Big Fab Solar Collab, and our recently created collaborative tools and handbook that is just going to give us a, a jumping off point for what are we talking about when we talk about light. Because really, you know, as a solar energy engineer, I'm quite familiar with the finances, the entrepreneurship, the various ways that solar can make us money. I am far more interested in solar as something that happens among stakeholders in their place and time that they are creating. I'm far more interested in centering my stories, centering your stories on the margins. So this isn't going to be a podcast that is going to be connected strongly with the majority of the solar industry as it is right now. Because the majority of that industry is male, older, white, able-bodied, and coming from a very fixed perspective of what it means to do solar, what it means to sell solar, and how the solar energy industry is just like every other energy industry. And I think that if you approach things from the perspective of light, you're going to find out that there's more to it. There are stories in there. There are lives in there. And the way that I look at it is through not reflecting on what my past experiences have been as a solar educator for 13 years, but rather diffracting my thoughts. See, diffraction is another optical phenomena. It's, it is actually a quantum phenomena, rainbows, uh, that you see in your CDs or your DVD players or your Blu-rays. The little rainbow patterns that you're seeing in the reflected light, that's coming from diffraction. That's coming from the interference, the constructive and destructive interference of light. Now, your standard rainbow, that would be refraction, but we have diffraction the making of rainbows in our everyday materials that we work with that I think you're going to really enjoy talking about. And, and 
when I diffract on things, when I diffract my thoughts, I'm looking at the differences at the margins. Diffraction is, is one of these fascinating tools in material science where there's a bright beam in the center of a diffraction pattern, and it, and it doesn't look like a picture. It looks like rings or dots or peaks and troughs. And the idea with diffraction is to see the differences in a reciprocal space. It's called a reciprocal space. And you know, one of the most fundamental things in building collaboration, building consensus, building collective action is an idea that is born from the research of Nobel laureate in economics, Eleanor Ostrom. Professor Ostrom, Dr. Ostrom, laureate Ostrom, had this wonderful space about dealing with common pool resources, dealing with the commons, the shared resources where it's extraordinarily hard to exclude people from a commons, from a park. Lynn Ostrom said, what you need is trust and reciprocity. You need to build patterns of self-governance through trust and reciprocity. And so I'm gonna build a little synthesis there between reciprocity and reciprocal space. You see, reciprocal space is all about relationships of one pattern of interference point with another. Nothing is in and of itself an isolated incident. Patterns of diffraction are all related to each other. And so this idea of trust and reciprocity is gonna come into play in a lot of our stories. Definitely gonna come into play when we're talking about power. Now, the important thing about a diffraction pattern, and I'm gonna post a picture of a diffraction pattern. And the thing about a diffraction pattern is the central beam, the part of the energy of light that is the brightest, is the strongest, is the, it's called the central beam. It's actually the least important to most of our diffractive thinking. So we actually have in material science ways to block that center light. We'll actually have like a, a mechanism to place a, an obstruction to block out that light, to exclude that light in the center from mattering so that the fringes, the, the margins pop into higher resolution on our cameras. Because otherwise we saturate out what's happening on the margins. I mean, do you see that? That you can have a central light that is so bright that you need to actually exclude it from being measured in order to have what is happening at the margins pop and be engaged. And that is a phenomenon of light, right? Okay, so interesting stuff, more on diffraction later. But again, we're bringing in stories of light, power, and difference. And I'm drawing from my own experience as a material scientist, as an environmental engineering PhD student coming out of Madison, Wisconsin, shout out to Madison, and the Environmental Chemistry and Technology Program. Thank you very much. You gave me a great way to think about systems. And what I'm doing here is, again, trying to develop stories. And I'm developing them with what I know and my perspective. And my perspective is partially tied to being a student of sciences and engineering, but it's also tied deeply to my identity as a transgender person. I identify as non-binary. I use they, them, their pronouns. 
And, you know, I am different. I have a very different take on a lot of different things than what would be our, let's say, societal norms. Now, they're not bad. They're not good. That would be a binary. They're non-binary. They are existing outside of a spectrum. And, and that really gives me this wonderful place to play with language, with art, with music, and that I'm hoping to share with you. I have been in academia at a large research university for 13 years. It is now time to leave. It is time to open up the stories that I've been collecting as the Solar Archive, stories of light, power, and difference. Time to open that up to all of you. Uh, I, I have been ostensibly managing a research team that has become more of a, a close family. And, and I really do mean that. The students that have come in through Penn State, from other institutions, and have joined the Big Fab Solar Collab are just nothing short of amazing. And I think the interesting thing in that is that the students who have come in are oftentimes coming in saying, I really want to know about solar, but I know I'm not, I don't, I don't have an expertise in that. I don't have the skills. And, and would you just mind uh, if, if I came in and listened or maybe did some lab work and they're very used to a traditional engineering or science lab, which is very gatekeeping. Mine is not. So I have an open door policy or we collectively in the Big Fab Solar Collab have a an open door policy and a big sign inside of the basement space that we have. Pretty funny, we have a windowless basement to do solar research, so we started calling it the dungeon. And then only slowly did we call it the room zoom zoom. And then everybody started using zoom. So we're left with just the space. But here's the thing about the space. Open door, you walk through, if you're here, you belong. And uh, I wrote it on a chalkboard one day, and and the team wouldn't let me erase it. They're like, no, that stays, because that resonates. If you're here, you belong. And it brought up all sorts of discussions, because the group, the Big Fab Solar Collab, 30 to 40 people every year, just gathering, just coming together to do cool stuff with light, stuff with societal change. We developed a wonderful group called Just the Facts, which stands for Feminist Anti-Colonial STEAM. Feminist Anti-Colonial Practices of STEAM. Of course, STEAM in this case is a build off of STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Only we're folding in arts into that, arts and humanities. Primarily, our our people in Just the Facts are women, women in science and engineering, people of color. And myself as a trans person, fully admitting and acknowledging that I am also a, a white person of privilege, definitely as a professor in the United States, and trying to work into that space of understanding the paradox of privilege and oppression that come together especially when you're coming from a marginalized marginalized identity, such as being trans. So, how does one come together 
and form this strange team, the Big Fab Solar Collab, when, when they've actually found themselves going to school, teaching classes inside of an engineering department that specializes in oil, natural gas production, and mining coal and processing those minerals. I mean, a wholly colonial extractive process. There is no explanation for why we succeeded, because we were building a solar revolution in the basement of a building that specialized in oil and gas and coal that was populated primarily by men in power and an international audience of students, definitely not all white, mostly men, gathered together to find ways to replicate the extractive process that makes large corporations and individuals and countries billions of dollars, trillions of dollars. And here we are, this fun little cohort of 30 to 40 people each year, gathering to conspire together on the solar revolution. And we called ourselves the Solar Collaborative. And then we started spinning it up to have some fun, and it became the Big Fab Solar Collab. Here we are, working among the vital wastelands, the basement of an oil and gas building. No windows, and we're the solar people. But here's the deal. Because it's a space that nobody wanted, we could create it. We could create what we needed. And we could make that bold statement. If you're here, you belong. I'm going to do a little reading from our collab tools and handbook, which I will be sharing on our Patreon site. It's really like a, a, a lab handbook, very common in science and engineering labs. You have a handbook that has protocols, you know, rules of the safety and, and how do you operate equipment and things like that. Only ours was designed with a different goal. Our goal was to identify what our purpose is as a group what our beliefs are, our values, and our principles. How do we engage ourselves not only in doing work for efficiency, for practicality of engineering, of economics, but to know why we're doing those things and to do it for the right reasons. So the interesting thing is, you know, we have our welcome to the Big Fab Solar Collab. If you're here, you belong. And then we've got some terminology that pops in. And it was important because we, we have a, a very diverse group in the collaborative, I'm thankful to say. And, and we needed to, to really state what these terms are up front and, and really kind of define them. So I'm going to give you four. Intersectionality, feminism, anti-colonialism, and solidarity. Let's read off from those. Okay, so intersectionality, a term developed by Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw, excuse me, intersectionality, a term that was developed and, and has been used extensively in legal and in uh, social settings, developed by Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw, and it describes, intersectionality describes the interconnected nature of social categorization, such as race, class, and gender as they apply to a given individual or group. 
Intersectionality is regarded as creating overlapping and interdependent systems of discrimination or disadvantage. Right? Feminism. Feminism is a range of social movements, political movements, and ideologies that share a common goal to define, establish, and achieve the political, economic, personal, and social equality of the sexes. And in this case, of course, when one of your key people is transgender, you really see a shift towards that equity and social equality to being much larger than a very tightly defined idea of a cisgender woman. So we're a space that is a no-turf sort of uh, group, where turf is a term that was defined a long time ago uh, to most people, called trans-exclusionary radical feminists. And it, it really does define uh, a group of, a small group of people who really do not see transgenderism as a as an identity as gender is a social construct so there's this space of transmedicalism that talks about gender as if it's a fixed thing dependent upon your bits uh, however gender is a social construct and it has changed over so many different societies and one thing that we do know is that in modern colonial frameworks, right? We're all we're we are a former colonial nation, and we're still inheriting those colonial frameworks. There's a tendency of an extremely strong tendency to reduce a great diversity of of gender identity to a binary, to a man and a woman, and that are physically constrained in certain ways that ultimately will constrain just about everybody except for privileged men, generally cis men, straight. So we want to go and be aware of that, and we're bringing that to the forefront in our stories, feminism, because it is a range of social movements and political movements and ideologies. The, uh, the role of feminism that we're playing or portraying inside of these stories of light, power, and difference would be trans-inclusive, would be gender-expansive in how we're looking at things and how we're considering people to belong. The third one overlaps with this, and that is anti-colonialism. So you would think... Colonialism, what are you talking about? We, that's in the way back machine. Nobody does colonialism anymore. Well, actually, actually, it still exists. It's just a lot more subtle and a lot more corrosive than you might think. And if we are talking about anti-colonialism in the same way that we are hearing now in the news, uh, proponents of anti-racism, right? We're against something, and we're against something that is this colonialism, that is anti-colonialism works as a framework that functions 
as an epistemology of the oppressed. Epistemology, how do we know what we know? So we, the oppressed, need a framework to function, to express, and to share knowledge, and to share how do we know what we know. It's a framework that functions as an epistemology of the oppressed, as an epistemology of the oppressed. It is a theory that emerges from the ground up in terms of local people's understanding their experiences in the context of colonialism, colonial and recolonial relations, and other associated oppressions. Ooh, heavy stuff. Stuff that I'd be happy to hear back from you on. I know that the vast majority of our listeners are living in countries that were were or are now still colonial states, right? And which are then hewing to the ideals and the norms of the colonizers, right? This is a major, major challenge when you are living in the United States on unceded lands of the peoples of the Susquehannock in central Pennsylvania. When you grew up in North Dakota on the unceded lands of the Dakota, the Nakota, the Lakota, and the Cherokee, right? Got a lot of reparations going on that need to go on, excuse me, that aren't yet, but that are tied to what we're talking about. And how are we going to do that? Well, there's our fourth term, solidarity. Solidarity is a way to reconfigure the boundaries of what matters, which is extremely important in a diffractive thinking mentality. Solidarity, used in the collective action sense for the solar transfusion, solidarity means bringing an awareness and an attention to the bounds, the boundaries of what matters in terms of shared beliefs, values, principles, and purpose. What's our shared purpose? How are we going to develop empathy for others who have been atomized and marginalized in their experiences because they are not of the majority? They are not of the norm that we are used to. They're not that central beam of light. They're these peaks on the fringes, and they matter. In fact, they matter more in the Solar Collaborative. They matter more in terms of local voices because local voices are always going to be different than the smeared out signal of an entire nation gathered together. So we have solidarity, which creates a sense of unity and common purpose that reaffirms and regenerates feelings of trust and reciprocity. There's that reciprocity in reciprocal space from a diffractive thinking for doing what matters. So generates feelings of trust and reciprocity for doing what matters what makes new worlds for those of us, especially for those of us living at the margins. So I want to invite you to consider joining us for the future episodes. Try another one. If this one was a bit much for you, a bit heavy, I promise we're going we're gonna to go a bit lighter in the coming episodes. But I wanted to let you know full front, what are we about? What am I about? What am I bringing to you? What vulnerability and limitations am I bringing to you as your trans host, 
as Mama Bear Frey, who wants to protect their family and who wants to lift up people from where they are at in their places. And he wants to see an energy revolution come about in your country, in your neighborhood, using light, using power, definitely using difference, tied together by story, because you can share stories. And stories are what motivate people. And stories are what build trust and reciprocity among us. So think about that next time. And we really do hope to see you. I really do hope to see you next time on the Solar Transfusion. Remember, friends, if you're here, you belong. <laughs> Giddy up. The Solar Transfusion is a private development by Frey Brownson, PhD. The music that you're hearing is from the song Giddy Up by Rick Hirsch's big old band, composed by excellent composer Rick Hirsch, from the album Pocono Get Down. And if you want to check him out, we've got his link right there on the Solar Transfusion Patreon site. So this was the first episode of the Solar Transfusion brought to you by They Frey, your transgender non-binary host, blah, blah, blah. Special shout out to the Big Fab Solar Collab. A special thanks to the University of Freiburg and their solar energy engineering program. You should go check that out. That's an online degree program. There are so many opportunities out there for you, and I just want to help lift everybody up. So, in the meantime, see you next time. Beautiful friends, if you're here, you belong.